0: Welcome to Meadowbrook Memories Podcast. I am Jerry, otherwise known as Glister Prince, and my co host is Hitchcock, otherwise known as Alfred Henry. Our mission on this podcast series is to explore the stories behind the magic that was created at Meadowbrook. When, over a span of four years between 1982 and 1986, we saw the transformation of a small co educational school with less than 1,200 students, 800 boys, 800 girls and 400 boys into a successful sports and scholastic champion, winning seven major trophies, three sunlight cup, two tapping cup, one walker cup, and one nutriment shield. And to crown these achievements, Meadowbrook also produced two Rhodes Scholars, Cabell Cretney in 1987 and Andrea Wright in 1989. Both graduates of Meadowbrook in 1983. In this podcast series, we'll be speaking to persons, both male and female, who were actively involved in this incredible journey, along with friends and staff at Mellorbrook, which inspired the environment which created this golden era. We hope you enjoy our discussion. Please give us as much support and encouragement as you can on whatever social media platform you're listening. Welcome and thanks for joining us. Ready. Today is Thursday, October 27, 2022, and welcome back to another conversation about Meadowbrook memories. Me, as usual, Glaster or Prince, or Lance, or Jelly, and any one of those names will do. Joining me as co-host today is, for the first time is Wayne Swaby, a 1983 graduate of our grade school at Meadowbrook, and Wayne is primarily responsible, primarily responsible for making this conversation we're about to have possible. Firstly, Wayne made introduction for me to get our guests, and secondly, he made sure there, that there will be no technical challenge in facilitating our next <laughs> guest because of his age of 93. Because one of the first things our guest said to me when I, after he graciously accepted the invitation to join the conversation, that he was seven years from being a centurion, and the technology is going to be a challenge for him, which I understand. So so when Wayne suggested I use more, a, a more user-friendly p- platform to make it easier for us to have this conversation, I immediately said yes. And Wayne, I will have to thank you publicly and big you up for making sure that this conversation goes smoothly. Thank you. I can't thank you enough, Wayne. I can't Not thank a
1: problem. You it was my pleasure, sir.
0: Our guest today, as you already heard, is 93 years old and came to Meadowbrook in 1962 and left in 1967. On his leadership, our young school, only four years old then, when he started, greatly enhanced their reputation and population and offered a full complement of school subjects necessary for first-class balanced education. He also added to the already excellent staff and qualified teachers by recruiting a new group of dedicated and qualified teachers to a growing school. On his leadership, our school expanded its facilities. facility to build a modern library, two new classrooms, a netball and a telescope, as well as acquire a nearby property, which I think we now affectionately call at Meadowbrook Bottom Field. which enabled our school to start competing in Manning Cup, Sunlight Cup, Champs. But without further ado, our special guest here today is here to tell his own story, own Meadowbrook memories. So welcome to our former headmaster, Mr. Donald Bogle or as the affectionate called himself, Sir Don. Introduce yourself,
2: Mr. Bogle. All right. As you've heard, uh, my name is uh, Don Bogle. Uh, someone uh, at the last school I, I attended called me Sir Don, and that name stuck throughout my stay at that particular school so i'm 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 not wedded to that thought i'm not I'm not trying to be in any way bumptious by calling myself Sir Don, so please call me don and it's a pleasure for me to take part in this conversation about metagroup memories and I thank you for giving me the opportunity to try and and recall some of the wonderful experiences I had there and hopefully um made a difference. Uh, for my four years, or five years actually, at the school. Thank you.
0: Yeah, so, thank you, Mr. Bogle. And I'll call you Mr. Bogle. I, out of due respect, I will. Call. <laughs> Just introduce when you started, Meadowbrook, and we have No, where no you problem.
1: Live. So, Wayne Sweeby, uh, as was earlier introduced, I started Meadowbrook in uh, 1978, um, the graduating class of 1983. Um, I could probably say that's arguably one of the most loyal group of Meadowbrook supporters. (laughs) I have to put that in there. And uh, for me, it's certainly a great honor to participate in this conversation with someone who I think is so important to the story of Meadowbrook, right? So it's definitely humbling for me to sit here again with you, Mr. And I remember the first time we met, you insisted I call you Dan as well, and I've been doing that, so... (laughs) respectfully done
0: <laughs> good all right i'll follow very happy i'll follow that you i'll follow that you win <laughs> and thanks for the introduction and before we start win. before i can say sorry before i've done the first question um is it possible you can record it win that you have a video recording of this
1: i don't believe i can do it from here no I'll, i mean I'll, i'm
0: recording you know, but if you can do the video record you can keep it and save it for yourself I'll see. If it
1: is possible, I'll do it. But I don't think I see you that. Okay,
0: okay. But, no yeah. problem. No problem. Not a problem. Because the audience what we really need, weren't you guys? So thanks. Yes. So thank you, Don, for coming and thanks Wayne for making this happen. I can't stop big up for that. Not a problem. So So, okay. so Don, um, the, the first question I ask every guest who have come on this program, and I've done about thirty eight so far that have been published. Is did you
2: choose Meadowbrook or Meadowbrook choose you? In, you're speaking, If you're speaking to me, yes, Meadowbrook yes. Mel, uh, ch- uh, chose me. Um, in fact, you know, I, I was a teacher or second master at Monroe College and really had not heard a word about uh, the foundation of a new secondary school like Meadowbrook. But uh, when I was uh, asked to come to a meeting to consider uh You know, changing school and becoming uh, the head of Meadowbrook, I I quickly uh, responded positively to that thought because I I thought the idea of being part of of a building a new school from almost from scratch was was too good an opportunity not to not to miss. Although you know, I wondered about my my ability and capability for doing a job like that.
0: Okay, so so you did not have any um, principal experience before you started Meadowbrook then? That was your first job as a principal?
2: Yes, correct. Okay. Yes, yes. So what type of teacher were you at, Monroe, Mr. Borgo? Well, I I was recruited to be the senior history and uh, Latin teacher there, but I did also teach um, some English as well, some English classes. And, I, of course, I, play, I played a, 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 a significant part in coaching school teams in soccer and cricket oh, there. Nice.
0: Okay, yeah, two, two of my favorite sports. So, yeah. so how long were you at Monroe?
2: I I started Monroe when I was 27, and I was there for five five. Uh, six years would uh, put me at thirty-three when I came uh, to me- to Meadowbrook. Oh, so.
0: that's very young. You arrived right, age at thirty-three. That is.
2: <laughs> yes, I, yes, I, I was very young, but you know, young and full of energy, and and ready to meet whatever challenges lay out there. Mm-hmm. But also very, very conscious of of the de- the, the problems and the the challenge that uh, one faced in in start to, in helping to, to get a, a, a new school off the ground, so to speak.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you, you didn't even know where Meribu was before at all, Dan, before
2: you came to the job? You have never visited the campus or anything at all before? Uh, no. I, I You know, I did, I did try to phone. A, <laughs> when I came into town, I, I tried to get whatever information I could about the school but no the first time i i I had an interview was the first time i saw meadowbrook school Mm.
0: Uh, so who who, but what's for the record who you did the interview with who was the person who employed you for the job um
2: the one and only the reverend henry ward okay nice so yeah go ahead i you know I can't say enough of that man, as I regard as one of the one of the, uh, one of the greatest Jamaicans uh, of his time, and uh, and one that uh, you know has gone down in the history books. Uh, he was a man that inspired you, yeah, uh, to 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 work and to take part in the building of of, of a vision that he had of a school, yeah. And uh, I, I was only too happy because I had the same sort of uh, values that, that uh, the Reverend Ward had. So I was happy mm-hmm. uh, to hear what he had to say and what the type of school he wanted to build mm-hmm. with emphasis on religious values. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So you had known Mr. Ward before?
2: No, I did, didn't know him. I, I didn't know him. I didn't know a thing about him until I got there. But I did hear from I, from others who knew him what an outstanding man he was. Mm-hmm. And I was totally impressed with his him and his determination and his vision.
0: Mm-hmm. So he was what at the school at the time? He was, in, he was principal or he was in, in charge of the school board? What was his role at the school at the time?
2: Well, well he was the chair of the school board. Uh, he was chair, yes. Uh, uh, he didn't, uh, you know, actually meet for every school board meeting because a lot of that was left to Madge M- M- Saunders. M- Saunders yeah. But uh, for for occasions like that, uh, I think uh, uh, he, well, not think, I know that he presided. And I have to thank him for giving me that, for giving me the post, and seeing in me the, the, the possibility that I would make a good leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so so were you nervous when you got the job, Mr. Bogo? You were only 33. That sounds like a young age to, to be in charge of. Uh, it was a young school and a new school. Were you nervous when you took the job?
2: <laughs> yes, a, a good question. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Particularly as the school... The school was blessed with having some great members of staff. And, uh, you know, their names, I'm sure, have, have gone down in history. like uh, Miss Peter, Peterkin, I have to mention her great second mistress, mm-hmm. who uh, was was also, with this nicest of smiles, she could discipline the most difficult of kids. Yeah. yeah. And Miss McLennan and Miss McCarty and then late, later on um uh his name i just slips me at the moment but what what subject you taught, mr bogle and i'll tell you he, he, he... taught ge- he taught
0: geography geography that would be not miss johnson
1: who miss johnson no, I think he's referring to a male
0: a male okay a he okay 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 no um... yeah But <laughs> i what i'm familiar with those names a couple of those names i know miss Peterkin taught me Miss Maclean was oh, principal at the time when I was there for two years, and um, those two names I'm
2: very familiar with. Uh, Miss McLennan, Miss McCourt, Miss McCourty, and yeah. oh, uh, it is Mr. Lloyd Chin. Oh, Mr. It's... Chin, yes, I know Mr. Chin
0: as well. Yeah, Mr. Chin. Yes. He yes. went out to yes. Chitfield after a while. Yeah, Mr. Chin was there when I went there. Yes, yes, yeah.
2: So, you know, that was the nucleus of, of the staff. Mm-hmm. That I, um, when I took it over so, And I did, did my best to add to it And there were other good members not, uh, Good teachers mm-hmm. uh, I think the school benefited from the fact That it had a, an excellent staff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: How, yeah. well, What year was this Ms. Saboga, for the record?
2: That, that what? What year? What year you started? 1972 No, 62 1962, I beg your pardon. Yeah, 62, yeah, yeah, okay. 62, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yes, I, I remember that because on my first few weeks there, uh, there came the assassination of Kennedy in America. Oh, in November, okay. yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes and... Uh, uh, I know we we, we, it, we reacted very ser- seriously to that. I think the whole world did at the time, but mm-hmm. it's some, some it's a memory that I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Early on in my stay there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when when the first time you saw the campus at and you started working. What was your vision? What what how do you see the Meadowbrook campus? How did it look to you in terms of where it was?
2: Well, of course, my first view of uh, Meadowbrook, in a way, was very disappointing in the sense that uh, I thought the space there was limited and the facilities were also very, very limited and I could see it was going to be very difficult to build a school with such limited facilities. Mm -hmm. My, My first job... Or certainly, one of my first, uh, one of my uh, jobs was to try and build up the facilities as fast as possible uh, to get other buildings which uh, needed, which was needed for teaching science, for the library, uh, more, more modern classrooms, uh, and trying to get uh, those classrooms out of the assembly hall because we, you know, it doubled both as a an assembly hall as uh, as as well as three classrooms as well as its staff room and the headmaster's office so i was i was very disappointed in the space that was available but of mm-hmm. course that disappointment quickly gave way to realization realization that it was a beginning and that I had to get down to work mm-hmm. and to try and improve things as quickly as possible. So, so Mr.
1: Bogle, they, 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 the school right now, I don't know if you're aware, but um, it's, uh, I think, maybe over 1,400 students now, Prince?
0: Yes, yeah, about that, yeah.
1: Right, with multiple buildings and notable academics, championships, sports teams, etc. cetera. How does that align with the vision you had when you when you joined Maybrook,
2: well, it it fits perfectly in line. I mean, I couldn't be happier uh, to think that the school has developed rapidly and has made a name for itself in in the pantheon of of secondary schools in Jamaica. Right. I have to say though that uh, even before I left there, because we just because of the acquisition of that playing field, we were able to uh, to uh, produce a soccer and cricket team. Of course, we didn't win any trophies, but we, we gave making a gave a good account of ourselves, and we did it, we did well in other areas, which I'd be happy to talk about later on. Awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: So the buildings you were talking about, Miss. Um, i done. Um Which building? How many buildings were there at the time you started Meadowbrook in 1962?
2: Right. And, well, there was a big, as you drove through the gate, the big uh, auditorium on your right, mm-hmm. which, which uh, contained the uh, facilities for uh, assembly and also three classrooms and the two offices of the headmasters at the front end and the staff room at the back. There was that. Then there was another block, which contained, I think, the classrooms, not, I think, I know, for third, fourth, and fifth forms. Right. And I think altogether there could have been four, five classrooms in that building. Mm-hmm. And that was it. it was, that was the extent of the school then. So it, of course, there was the headmaster's uh, house. Yeah. Well, the one, the one that was built for the headmaster which turned out to be a great asset, which yeah. I can tell you about more.
0: Okay, because that wasn't built when you started. That wasn't there when you started at Master's House.
2: Yeah, no, that was there. <laughs> that, that was there, and of course, it was, it, it's a big asset to anyone uh, working in Kingston. And certainly, I re- one of the, my big regrets and a and, and loss was when I moved from Meadowbrook to another school, which will be nameless for now. We don't need
1: to mention the colors. you yeah. know anything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, they left me on the lurch there
0: to find my own accommodation. Yeah, that was like a step down, Mister Boga, right? Yes, that's, yes. that's
1: a
2: terrible step down! <laughs> <laughs> I should, I should get my wife to talk to you about that. Okay, I can't bet. <laughs> okay, I can't bet. That was the biggest complaint you got, of course. <laughs> I
1: know. Yeah,
2: because that that headmaster's uh, building and house was was really. Uh, really, extremely good. Uh, you know, it was spacious and modern, and uh, we we used it tremendously for for meetings and for raising funds, which I can't talk about too. Yeah, we're going to talk okay. about that. So, That's interesting.
0: Yep, you had something to say in.
1: No, it's just I find it quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, this. yeah. And yeah. I mean, coming in from Monroe and yeah, yeah, yeah. having a place like mm. that to call home while working pretty much next door—that's yeah. that's amazing. But I, I'm curious to hear later on how that was used for fundraising. Yeah. Oh, we but just saw it as the residence when we were there. Yeah,
0: I didn't realize that it was used for yeah. fundraising Twyla. That's true. Yeah. That is, I'm interested to hear that. Um, yep. But let, let me ask you a question, Dan. So yep. the 3 store building wasn't built at the time it started, maybe in 1962.
2: Which building? The three-story block. The street, no. Oh, there, yes, the big, the, the, the one as you drove in, you passed the assembly hall building that, uh, the, the one, yes, it was, that was there, sure. Okay, okay, I
0: just, yeah, because that's I that I that building was there, that was almost like a foundation building, a 3 store building, yeah.
2: Yes, that was there, all right. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we couldn't have done without it no, because no. it, it so, several home rooms, Yeah. Classrooms.
0: So, about you you took the job, hope, about how many students were there when you started?
2: No, the, the, that I'm not sure. It's, I think they were about only, they were under, under 200, I think. Mm. Okay. It, uh, I'm not sure about that, but uh, uh, it's, I think it's somewhere around 200 yeah. students. Yeah. Still a small school, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very small school. Well, of course, that had its advantages too. Yeah. You got to know a a lot of the students by by name. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I did. And um, obviously, from a discipline point of view, much easier to handle too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm. And, And what was the proportion
0: like in terms of girls versus boys?
2: Oh, I, th- I think it was pretty
0: well 50-50, 50/50 Okay. Um, yeah, yes. Yeah. That. 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 Yeah. Didn't, I mean, tradi- since that time, well, well, we in Canada to this so, Meadowbrook has turned out to have more girls than boys.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's the educational system, yeah, basically. Yeah, right? yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That yes. was like A two-to-one ratio. Yeah. Like, you I'm curious
1: though, Dan, When when you joined Meadowbrook, obviously there was a board of directors there. Um, and you had a mandate. I'm assuming there was a mandate. Is it the direction that you had for the school, or the vision? Is that something that was mandated by the board, or was it something more general?
2: And then you had to create your own vision for the school. It it was pretty well mandated by the board. Um, it, uh, it, remember, it's a re- the school is is a religious foundation of the oh. Presbyterian Church, yes. uh, he- headed by a minister of the presbyterian church who who was had high principles and and uh, uh, really had a vision that um, among other things i mean he was all in favor obviously of of building academic and sporting standards but his main his main consideration the voice that the school would produce men of, and women of character Right and who would be served whose ideals would be service to Jamaica and of course be, be good citizens so,
1: so like I, the morehouse philosophy it is
2: mandated it's true it was mandated mm-hmm. but it it was a vision that I shared hundred percent, so there was no no problem there at all wonderful-
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um you started in 1962. What, in terms of, say, did you visualize that the school had become? You stayed there five years, right? And when you left in five years, yeah. what what was your most significant achievement, you think, in the five years you left?
2: Well, I I think that the school spirit, when, when I went there, uh, when I started, you know, well, the children were there, but... Uh, there, there was no feeling of belonging to a great school uh, and they were there to learn to be educated obviously but that was it I think that in in the five years that uh, I said we did we had developed a great feeling of, of belonging to a good school mm-hmm. and 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 the kids were proud of, of, of identifying with Meadowbrook And and of course, there were good reasons for that because we we not only participated in sports and and academic results, by the way, had begun to improve tremendously uh, in those five years. But we were also taking part in in, uh, art art on on a broad basis. And of course, one of the things I found was our participation in inter-schools. Uh, TV quiz, mm-hmm. and I, I personally trained the the students for that, and we did extremely well in that. So the name of Meadowbrook was was now brought into the homes of people in Jamaica who loved that program, yeah. and were watching it on TV. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's another achievement. I feel that Meadowbrook was was now very much uh, regarded as a com- up and coming school. In Jamaica.
0: So let me ask you a question about that because that's very interesting. That in, in a sense, you went there and the school didn't have a sense of belonging. So, how did you go about doing that? Did you consciously set out to say, How are you going? What exactly did you do to start make the students feel like Middlebrook, Middlebrook is something? Then we'll put it that way.
2: Yes, well, of course, there's nothing like a bully pul- pul- pulpit, as they call it, when you are uh, uh, leading prayers. At, at the school every morning and an opportunity to speak to the kids. Mm. And that's a point that I kept drilling to the children. I shouldn't say kids. I don't like the word children. Um, and, and I kept, or students would even be better, drilling home to them the fact that they that they, they had a responsibility to, to help build up the school yeah. and that they needed to be proud of belonging there. And to make the best use of the priceless opportunity they were getting to get a good education. Right. So in that that's one important way. And of course, when you start when you start to see when the kids saw the activities that were going were going on around them, the building of that new block with a, a, with a first class library and, a, and an excellent uh, netball court. Um, with tennis facilities, part of it, and of course the netball team started to do well. And my wife was there almost every day on on the court helping.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: she, by the way, play, played hockey for Jamaica. Oh nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so she's a she's a good sportswoman. Lovely. It's in the family. It's <laughs> true. <laughs>
0: Well, like you said, you say coach football and cricket too, Mr. Bogle. You
2: yes, heard? I did. I did help, yes. Okay,
0: okay, okay.
2: Particularly okay. cricket. I mean, cricket was was my sport.
0: Yeah. That's Yeah, that's my sport too. That is my sport too, but yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's very interesting, Mr. Bogle, that the school, in terms of the school, you develop almost like a school, a school vibe, as they call it these days. A build a vibe to the school that didn't exist before. That must have been a challenge. Not a challenge, but you took it on well. You took it
2: yeah.
0: on well, yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. yes, thank you. I like that. I like that. Mm. So um, this, you started in 1962. What was like, ter- I wanted to find out in terms of like, what was the relationship like with the government of Jamaica at the time, in terms of like, did the government have anything to do with this running at the school? Or was it the
2: church? <laughs> Um, they, they, did, they, they didn't have an, an, a close relationship with the school at all I mean I, I didn't make every effort to, to get government help uh, you know to, for the for development of the school buildings et cetera, et cetera but we got nowhere with that there was always the same story that they didn't have any money to help and we had to rely on self-help and and, of course, the self-help came, in fact, from the church and and from our own efforts, which were considerable, by the way.
0: Yeah, let's speak to us about that. Cause you mentioned earlier that you had fundraising over by the principal house. Exactly. Yeah. How was that organized in terms of that? Cause you sound like you're an entrepreneur. You did that quite well.
2: Yes, well, um, yes. Uh, we. I used whatever influence I could. In phoning businessmen, or people I knew of, and, and, and asking, and trying to get them involved in the building of the school, challenging them to help build a new school. And I've got good response there uh, from them. In fact, the building of that tennis court was entirely done by a firm, I forget the name of it now. And uh, we got help with the building of the block from private donations. Uh, the library block, I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and um, and then <laughs> Christine and used the, the uh, headmaster's house to have garden parties and and fundraising activities right right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know. We, It was hard work and and responsible work. And and the PTA, they took a big, good part in in it. I remember the treasurer was Mrs. Campbell, and uh, she was a hard hard worker. And and she also lent her ability to raising funds for the school. So we, we were always working on that. And we had fundraising days. I remember one, one in particular when Matalon I, I made one of the Matalon brothers uh, the, the, the chief person for the day. And of course, he, he contributed quite a bit to the school and so on. Uh, uh, yes, so I wouldn't underestimate that role of, of how difficult and challenging it was to raise funds mm-hmm. to help build up the school. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask some question about the students. Then, now, Mister Bogle, you started, and you said about two hundred students. Were any other students particularly challenging? How was this? How, how did the students receive you? I said, Master.
2: Well, like you know, one is biased, of course. In answering that, <laughs> 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 don't worry. I have a follow-up question to see how bad Don't worry. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, I never really f- faced many serious disciplinary challenges. Not at all. Not at all. The students they were very, very cooperative. I found the kids at Metabook the easiest I have I had to deal with in my career much easier than Monroe students and uh, and later on in, in the other place. So, <laughs> yeah. you no, know, there were just a couple couple kids who, uh, that, that gave real trouble. Uh, this is not to say that there weren't uh, kids who, who weren't critical of what I did. I'm sure they were, but it never got back to me. Yeah. So uh, I didn't realize, uh, uh, I didn't worry about that aspect of, of running the school. The one is always going to have criticism. One can never be popular with everyone, Although, because if you are, then there's something wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I have to ask a question here, Jelly, before you jump in again. So when I came to Meadowbrook, um, Mr. Thorpe was the principal, and I remember visiting his office, and I recall a box in a corner in his office that had a variety of canes in it. <laughs> I was on the receiving end of some of those. That had nothing to do with you, did it?
0: <laughs> no, but me, the question I should ask is about, did Mr. Topham inherit those did, canes did, from you?
2: Exactly. <laughs> Look, uh, uh, I, can't, I can't remember putting them there, if that's what you want to know. Is that what, did he say that? <laughs> no, no. No,
1: we're just wondering what the source of yeah, those canes
0: yeah, yeah. is so, <laughs> so let me ask the question directly then, Mr.
2: Um, no, but very often a cane is there merely a, 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 as a deterrent. Mm. <laughs> <It's> a deterrent. <laughs> yes, go <laughs> ahead. Sorry, Say no, nice.
0: you didn't have a cane in the body at all?
2: No, I, 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 I let Mr. Peter can ha, handle all the disciplinary discipline. <laughs> <right? Not> just... <laughs> Okay. If if I if I period anyone, period. It, I couldn't have made more than two occasions in, in five years that I was there.
0: Oh, that's good. Well, you should have been the principal when I was there, Save <laughs> <laughs>
1: so your palms a bit, eh? Oh, I
0: love that, Mr. Bob. Don't worry, <laughs>
2: I I guess I have a very weak mind when it comes to remembering uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how much caning I did. Uh, you know, it's not something that one really wants to talk about in this modern era. No, that's true. Mm-hmm. That is true.
0: We'll get to the trouble <laughs> to talk about it. It's a different thing these days. That is, <laughs> that is true. So you spoke about you spoke about Dan that you, you went on a not you expanded the staff. What are some of the new staff members they took on during the time you were there?
2: Um, no, that's a good question. Um, uh, I don't remember their names, but we got a we got a new um, uh, Mrs. Henriquez mm-hmm. for art. Um, a chap named Taylor for math. Uh, we got a, a uh, sportsmaster who was very well the first one we had was not really very good but then <laughs> i got rid of him actually he's mm-hmm. the only person i fired while i was at meadowbrook was the sports master yeah an english chap and uh <clears throat> and then we replaced him with with a new sportsmaster who turned out very well i can't remember his name I'm at a loss to remember the names of the other teachers mm-hmm. that, that I appointed. But, you know, we, we didn't really lose many while I was there. And, uh, so I, I didn't have to appoint many new teachers. And when I left, all the stalwarts of the school who helped to build the school were still there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So any you know, of the students stand out You remember, in terms of like... Academically or sports-wise, we, we, we didn't have a sports program. Urgent.
2: Is there any student
0: standout that you remember?
2: Um, they well, we had a we had a track a, a girl a, a young girl who was very good at running, and uh, I don't remember her name. This this is where my memory fades. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's remembering names. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a very good head boy. Whose name i can't remember either oh kent uh, i'm sorry about that but uh no i I, I, don't remember that. I don't
0: remember that's fine that's okay that's okay mr that's that that is fine that's fine but let, let me ask another question then though because you said you had to acquire the bottom field as we now know it um so what did we do did, we didn't have sports day before we acquired bottom field well, of
2: course, we, they, we made the most of the the field that was there right at the school. Yeah. Uh, there was limited uh, matches in both soccer and cricket that were played right in that small space. Mm-hmm. But obviously, one could never have a proper school team uh, until we got uh, proper facilities and proper space for it. hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, but we we made good use of it, uh, no question about it. Un- until we we acquired that mm-hmm. better, that more, much improved space. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but of course, um, the bus, the netball court was was used a great deal, and and the netball team took part in inter sc- into school competitions and and acquitted themselves really well.
0: Right. Yeah. So, the girls started to participate before the boys then?
2: Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: Okay, okay. Yep. That's good um, to hear. The girls will be happy to hear that they are the forerunner in terms of Meadowbrook. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: uh, since then, Meadowbrook, um, uh, of course, I don't get uh, any news of how well they're doing these days, but. Uh how has Meadowbrook developed scholastically? Can I ask that question? Is yeah, you,
0: do- yeah, you can. Meadowbrook is in the I think in the top the last time I did a survey in the top twenty schools in terms of scholastically. We're falling um, off in terms of like on the sports arena. When yeah. I was there and Wayne was there, because I was a member of the team that that won Sunlight Cup for the first time in nineteen eighty two. And and this is one of the reasons why I started this program. Because I won about seven trophies during a five-year span. We won three, three Sunlight Cup, a Walker Cup. We won the Walker, the Walker Cup, um, Tapping Cup. That's a knockout competition for cricket. And wow. the instrument yield. So we had seven trophies in four years, Mr. Bogle. That's
2: incredible. That's wonderful. That's oh, the, my goodness. That's
0: during the 80s. That's the time. That's that's what motivated me to start this. That's what I'm doing now in terms of Meadowbrook memories. Um so that was a wonderful time. That was a wonderful time in terms of say.
2: Gosh, if if I tell you, if I'd known that uh, Meadowbrook won the man, manning cup, I would have been down to this. No, not to that fa- Manning
0: Cup, the Walker Cup. The Walker, Walker, cup. Walker cup. And and not leaving out the most important part because we had we had two road scholars in the nineteen eighty. So the that's fabulous. Meadowbrook produced two Rhodes scholars. Car- Carvel Creighton and Andrea Wright. I can't call the name because I know them pretty well enough. So yeah. So it yes. was, it was, the foundation I laid, Mr. Mr. Bogo was, trust me, it was it solid.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Now, <laughs> just kind of leading off of what you're saying there, it was absolutely a very solid foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, did yeah, a lot yeah. of, a um, lot of positives, a lot of students. Mm. They might not have, um, you know, got to the level of Rhodes Scholars, yeah, but quite yeah. Like a few very well accomplished people. Yes. I'm particularly proud of our lawyers, and I know some of them are going to be listening to this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we have quite a few of yeah, the
0: best. Produce quite a few lawyers as well. Yeah, that's Definitely. true. That's true.
2: And, and- yeah, every every now and then I, I get an me- email, or I used to, from Marsha Marsha Cohen. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes and in, in which she tells me about the achievements of some of the students, mm-hmm. old old girls or old boys, and. And of course, it, every every time I, I hear that, I feel really happy about it and mm-hmm. feel that maybe in some small way I, I made a contribution to their you know, when, when, success.
0: When, I'll win with send you some of the recordings after this program that you can listen to them. You'll enjoy the memories because that's what we have been going down memory lane. So
2: Good. I'm Good.
0: glad, glad you're here to add to the memory because so you taught, you, you, you called Master's name. Did you teach her at school at the time? You remember her from school? Who is that? Marcia Cowan. Did you teach her?
2: Um, no, I haven't met her since. Um, since she, was, my, she wasn't way which she wasn't at the, that uh, um meeting we had was in Toronto. Marcia, no, she wasn't. You no, know, there was a teacher there. Who, no, no, I've not. I've I've uh, I've not met her personally. Mm-hmm. Personally, since those days.
0: Since- so, no, the question okay. I think I asked Miss Bogle, was she a student at the time you were there? Y- yes, okay. at the end, right at the very end. At the end, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I know she told me she had nine, nine brothers and sisters who went to Meadowbrook at the time. Oh,
1: really?
0: Yeah, that's, that's what she told me when I spoke to her. I spoke to her, to so exactly what you're talking about. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Did she remember me at all <laughs> at school?
0: Have, I don't remember asking her that Mr. Boga. I'd have, she will hear this and she'll comment on this. I'm certain she will, but yeah. She must have. She must have. If she went to school, go ahead, Wayne. So like you want to say. I was
1: say, based on the information that Marcia would share from time to time, I would go out on a limb and say yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, so. Probably.
1: Yeah.
0: I think so, to Mr. Boga. I think
1: so.
2: <laughs> okay. Good, good. So, I'm not there.
0: So, Mr. Boga, you are not in Maribu for five years. Is there... Let, let me ask this question this way. Mm-hmm. Let me ask a question this What was Christmas like at Millerbrook in those days? Like when Christmas, like December coming, we're coming out to Christmas again this year now. Yeah. What was Christmas like at Millerbrook in the, in the 60s when you were there? Um,
2: well, it, you know, when I was there, Christmas, Christmas was very much, the actual Christmas season mm-hmm. was very much a, a, a religious and family affair. Uh, uh, in terms of the school, of course, we always um, had a special special service before uh, school broke up for the Christmas holidays. But uh, to actually talk about w- what happened, the, the school was not involved with the, the, the actual Christmas holiday uh, as far as I can remember uh, then. Okay. No,
0: Because school would have been already been on holiday at the time when Christmas. No, the comes out. school
2: would have been on holiday, and I'm just trying to think whether the, um, the Reverend Ward used the auditorium for any kind of service. But I can't really remember that. It would have it would have been at his church, Presbyterian Church. So no, it it didn't play an active part in Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
1: I'm curious with question. So we talk about um, Reverend Ward being Presbyterian, and he was such an integral part of the whole you know, beginnings of Meadowbrook, but then Meadowbrook is affiliated with the United Church. Um, what's the
2: difference there, and how did that difference come about? The, di- the difference with what?
1: Sorry, the United Church being the, um, the church affiliated with Meadowbrook, but the founder is Presbyterian.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just trying to understand why isn't the school more aligned with Presbyterian, um,
2: I guess that that base versus the United Church. Well, it it, it it is it is how how it was regarded by the board. Oh, okay, uh, it's mainly a, a Presbyterian uh, a foundation. Uh, I see. Okay. You no, know, that. Uh, Ms. Saunders, she she, she was uh, the moving spirit really on on, on the board, and uh, at Meadowbrook, and uh, she she definitely made it clear about her pres- pres- Presbyterian uh, uh, influence on the school. Yeah. Um, no, now they it never really they, they never really tried to influence me directly as such in anything that I did. Because at, whenever we had a board meeting and met, they, were, they seemed to be quite pleased with the direction of the school and, and what they had heard about uh, my my performance and my attitude and my dealings with the students. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
0: did you meet the Reverend Sander, um, Mr. Bowie? Not much? You, yes, you met yes. her. What was talk about her? What was she like in terms of like...
2: Where well, she was a very businesslike, very determined, very active, very strong-willed person who had very strong views. She knew what she wanted uh, to achieve. She was a live wire and uh, did an enormous amount of good f- for the school and for uh, her Christian work in Jamaica at, at large. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: What about the other two founders? So we talk about Ward, and we talk about um, Saunders, Rathney and Garcher. So I know Margaret Garcher was. Um, I would imagine she would have been around during that time as well. I don't yes. know much about um uh, about Rathne.
2: Yeah. Yes. Well. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I. One has to mention Miss Garcher when you're talking about education and contribution, and in that field, she she ran the junior school. My two boys went there uh, From uh, You know To to the junior school So we were fully involved In Meadowbrook The two boys at the junior school And my wife and I on the staff at Meadowbrook It was a family affair All the way I didn't
1: know
0: that Your wife was a teacher at the school at the time
2: Sports teacher She ran the sports program Oh I didn't know that yeah. yeah, yeah. We didn't Definitely. have
0: to mention your wife's name. I didn't know that. When you say she, 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 um, she, she taught, um, she was a nice. I didn't know she. What's what's your wife's name?
2: Christine. 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 Okay. She also was uh, ch- did did a lot of the sports at uh, Hampton uh, when I was at Med- at Monroe. And he said so she, re-
0: she represented Jamaica.
2: And, and, uh, and yes, and uh, in field hockey.
0: In field. And, and under what name was it before? Just before she married to you,
2: that she No, to... you know, she she mar she was married then. Um she she was married when when she represented Jamaica. So it was on Christine Bogle.
0: Okay, okay. It was, oh so married to you at the time when to represent Oh, impressive impressive. I didn't realise your wife was a member of the sports sports in charge of it. I didn't realise that. I'm glad that came out, yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Didn't yes, she's very proud of the the, the 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 development of the netball team while she was there. Yeah. So, um, uh, Yes, it's worth, it definitely is worth mentioning.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I didn't realize that at all. We mentioned something earlier, just a while ago, you said it was um the junior school. So, at, at the time, during the time you were here, Meadowbrook was, wasn't necessarily a government-aided school then. And how did it, that come it, about? Because you're saying, like, Meadowbrook, the prep the junior school and the high school, was like one program at a time?
2: Yes, yes. Um, well, the, the, junior, the junior school uh, uh, was not a free school, obviously. It was a preparatory school, and you had to pay to go there, uh, like all preparatory schools in Jamaica. Child um, school fees. Um, but uh, Meadowbrook was definitely under the um, the aegis of the government of Jamaica, but uh, you know it, it, we had to abide by all the the laws and the rules of uh, uh, the Department of Education uh, uh, in, in Jamaica. But at the same time, there, Meadowbrook wasn't the only religious foundation. Of, you know, it was a normal thing in Jamaica. Religion played a big part in the development of education in the history of Jamaica. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are so many religious schools, yeah, yeah, that's... founded religious founded schools. Anyway,
0: yeah, that's I'm I'm curious about that. As, as, as far as you yeah. remember, I, I but for me, I can't remember a school in Jamaica that was formed before 1960 that was not religious.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yes, well, most of the schools I remember. Well, um, I suppose. Uh, well, I, mean, I guess I'll have to mention it. is not a religious foundation. It was, it, you know, it was originally founded by the donations by a Jewish guy uh, in, in Jamaica. And uh, although it was under the aegis of the government of Jamaica, it didn't really have any. Uh, religious connection. But mm-hmm. that's by the way, we're not talking about No, that. no, no, we're not talking about the matter. We, we leave them
0: yeah. out it's completely, I agree with <laughs>
2: <you>. Yes, completely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, well, let me let's get some, clarify. So, the students at the time done, um, yeah. did they <clears throat> sorry, did they have to the pay to come to book How did that work? When did government scholarship started or what became known for us as common entrance i think they have a different name now when did students start coming to middlebrook under like government scholarship as they call it how did that work
2: well uh, there, there were scholarships of uh, types of scholarships where you got uh, a better contribution to to your schooling but they it it was it was free schooling by then by by that time They the government had brought in compulsory education uh, uh, in Jamaica, secondary education. And what year did that start in Saboga? That started, that, that started in nine, just, just before I got there, actually. Oh, in that's 1961, up. I think, uh, was when uh, the, the free school situation was brought, brought into effect because it had just happened at Monroe. Before I left there, nineteen sixty. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yep.
0: yeah. So what? Yeah. And another significant thing it came in the year when Jamaica got independence, nineteen sixty-two. What was the significant? How was? How did that affect you and Merabuk at the time in terms of like? Was there a big change or the fact that no Jamaica was no longer. A British colony, but no, an independent. You mean In the independence yeah. Uh, movement? Yeah.
2: Didn't didn't really it did, didn't have a bad effect. And it didn't have a, a good... No, I can't say that. I mean, we celebrated it as one should. Uh, but I think it, it happened. Uh, uh, independence happened in August, didn't it? Yes. Uh, independence Day, and and the school wasn't wasn't uh, busy at the time. wasn't in action at the time. Analyzed,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So um, I'm sure that when we got about the first day of school, that fact was celebrated. One, one, yeah, and yes, without a doubt. But yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it didn't it didn't really have much impact on on the school. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So, did you teach any class, Mr. Bogle? You said you taught history.
2: Oh yes, I taught. I did. I taught. I taught West Indian history, which was my speciality. Oh, um, no, I didn't do an awful lot of teaching because I didn't have time. But I, I taught uh, history to the fifth, fourth, and fifth forms. Okay. Wonderful. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's my favorite subject. That's the only subject I passed at A level, but in <laughs> history, not.
2: The... And, and of course, I loved English literature, so I did. I did take the art English literature class, and I also, if if there was a teacher absent, and uh, I would I would go in and, and speak in general terms about uh, uh, about education and important things, helping them to. To learn how to think for themselves. Yeah, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. And then you did have the, um, the six forms um, already established at Medebo during that time, yes?
2: Not yet. Not yet. I just, just about to come in yeah, oh, okay. when I was leaving.
0: Yeah. Oh, so during the time you were there, we didn't have a six form then? No, no. Okay, okay. Let me ask you another question, um, Dan. Monroe, as far as I remember, is an all-boys school. Yes. And you took the job for a co-educational school. Mm-hmm. What was that transition like for you for, to be in charge of both girls and boys? What was that like dealing with the students then?
2: Well, I'll tell you, I was really nervous about uh, <laughs> taking the job on. And <laughs> in, uh, that I debated with my wife. And, and that was the main, if, I, if there was a, a drawback in my mind, it would be that I was going into a situation where I had no experience whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But my wife convinced me that there was nothing to fear about that. And in fact, it probably would be that I would find the girls would be easier to deal with than the boys. And and that turned out to be true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay.
0: That's good to hear the girls. They have a fear that again win.
1: <laughs> I know, eh? Right? They're sitting back going, see, yeah, I told you.
0: I, the <laughs> girls were the first one in competitive sports and they were much better behaved than the boys.
2: Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Well, you know, times change. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: The girls were happy to hear that, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it yeah. was there. Mr. Bogo, did did you organize? Did the school have any field trip at the time? Like the schools, like the children going out and like field trips and that sort of thing at the time?
2: Yeah, uh, not an awful lot of that was done. There was some. There was. Done, uh, there were a couple of field, tri- field trips for athletics that that I remember. Yes, but not we didn't do an awful lot of that. No.
1: But I suggest Virginia, uh, we, had a, we had a decent uh, athletics program then if, uh, if we had people going out
2: and mm-hmm. those kind of trips for athletics. That that came afterwards, I'm sure. I, I was a little nervous about uh, uh, taking that responsibility oh, okay. at, uh, at the stage at which the school was. and And we really didn't have the 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 kids who could compete, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I was. I was going to ask you that because I said during your tenure, the five year, year, Middleburg started playing sunlight and Manning Cup. How was that introduction in terms? of... say, in terms, because when you when you went there, you weren't competing? In those was interschool competition.
2: No, we 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 weren't we weren't in the major competitions. No, no.
0: So, and, no. so and What year did you?
2: I think with, um, looking back now, I think I started in the, actually in my fourth, the second to last year I was there. Like it, nine,
0: 1966, the first time I went to mining Manning Cup and that sort of thing. and sounds like up.
2: You'd have to check that. I, I'm not sure now whether that happened before I left or not. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was certainly the goal. But uh, <clears throat> I don't think we had the facilities properly. Prepared to take part in that. Mm-hmm. But we did take part in the in inter schools track and field, yes.
0: Our oh, champs, yeah, that would have been a yes, year. Yes, we did
2: chance, take I part year. in the champs.
0: An individual or a couple of individuals could go and compete with that, but a, a team is a different thing completely. I could, that. Exactly. Exactly. I could, yes. I could um, see that. Exactly. Yes. I could see that happening where you just, you, you would be nervous. You didn't want to send me the book on the field where they you know they're not quite ready.
2: Right. That's yep. That's that's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Of course, you know, one had to face that eventually, as <laughs> you you have to make a start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you
0: have to start somewhere. Mr. Start somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. Yes, have to. That is a given. We have to start somewhere. We have to start somewhere. All right. Let me ask you. Me ask you a couple more questions, about. yeah Yeah. Um, you are here for five years. If you, if you don't mind. What's the most embarrassing moment that happened to you? You can remember that miracle that you can look back, look back on with a smile.
2: The most embarrassing moment
0: that you can smile about.
2: Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think of one. <laughs> I'm sure I had quite a few of them, but <laughs> <sighs> not not one, uh, none really stands out in my mind. Uh, that that I was really embarrassed about, but I'm sure there was. Um, I'm sure, it, uh, uh, I, I think I, one thing I remember was, yes, I, w- w- one of our dear um, um, ventures to raise funds, I had as a guest of honor the English um, um, ambassador to Jamaica, and his his and his wife was there and the time came for me to announce them and I couldn't remember his, his wife's name <laughs> it, I started out on 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 the on, on voicing it and then I couldn't remember her name oh, but I, I remember that she was so charming about it so uh, she it's it, it, it saved the day for me <laughs> Uh, that, that taught me a lesson. No more English ambassadors. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It, it, it threw you off, Mr. It you off. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. Yes. So, all right, let me ask the question this way, Mr. above. Any fun memories you remember at Meadowbrook? What are some of the fun memories you remember during the five years you were there? Give me a couple of incidents that had some fun
2: times. Yeah, there were there were quite a few of those. I mean, the day the the day that they we opened the library building was one of the best best days of my life. Mm-hmm. We yeah. we had you know a number of important guests there, and uh, and and uh, and everything just went well, and and the 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 kids we did it of course on a, on a day where we we gave them. Time to to come into the assembly hall and to to hear uh, the, the the building being being blessed and so on, and it, it it is one of my happiest memories. The the day that the the, the library block was opened. Oh,
0: yeah. oh, what year was that, Mister Dan? What year was that? That,
2: that was the second the, the, two years before I left. Okay,
0: 1960, 60, 65, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, and and the kids just absolutely loved the building and made use of the the, the library in the way that we hoped they would. Right. And, uh, and we got donations of books, very good books. Yeah. And uh, it 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 was a it was a huge asset to the school.
0: Yeah. So what so what they did before you had a library. matter what to well, say that, I can't imagine what was the school have done. What what will students do? Yeah. Go ahead. Did,
2: there was an area where they had which was used um near to the headmaster's office okay uh, where where there were some bookshelves and you had to go there and uh, the secretary uh, uh, looked after lending books so it, it was a very un, unsatisfactory situation yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so did oh,
1: was, there, was there a relationship um, done between the school and the community? And if so, what was that like?
2: The, the, there was a very good relationship. Yes, that's, I'm glad you asked that because uh, that was one of my my aims was that this, the this school would be, be a big part of the community that uh, we invited as many members of the community as we could to come to the school to, to view uh, this uh, the school uh, uh, when it was functioning, and of course w- we we invited them to help in every way possible with the development. Uh, like they, we had a a lady who helped with the tuck shop, mm-hmm. and, uh, <clears throat> and she did a very good job. She she just lived around the corner from from the school, and and uh, we were no, we had a good tuck shop. As they call it. And Mm -hmm. that was a member of the community who ran that. And and there there were other things as well, and they certainly played a big part in fundraising. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Yes. That was one of the saddest things about leaving Meadowbrook that I was going to uh, lose the ties with the community community, and for me, it would be broken. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: That's one of the things I wish we could build back. I don't think it is as tight as it used to be, based on how you described it. Yes. You know, I guess that's a wish that a lot of us have that uh, we could actually have that close relationship again with the community.
2: Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. yep. It's, it's so important, really, happy particularly happy. with a new school. Naturally, that they would feel it was their school, and that it was a school they should help to to develop. And mm-hmm. be a part of yes.
0: That. So so, Mr. Don, did you realize at the time that you took a job that was almost looking back now six years later, almost 60, That's right. Yeah, this year, uh, this year of the six years, nineteen sixty-two, twenty twenty-two, you took the yeah. job of a school that was four years old at the time that you were making history in terms of like you were what principal who you took over from. I don't know many principals in of a before you came.
2: A man named uh, there was um, Whitmarsh Knight. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know
0: that name? Yes, I've heard that name. Yes.
2: Yes. He. 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 He didn't last very long. I. I gather from what I heard. I. I he was also. He came from Monroe. Yeah. But yeah, he, he was a different type of person. We were def- totally different uh, people in terms of our concept concept of what a head should be like mm-hmm. oh, and, okay. uh, Although some some people thought I was uh, stand serious, too serious, um, I wasn't certainly standoffish. I, I tried to talk to uh, to the students as often and as, as uh, you know friendly and pleasantly as I could and I wanted them to feel they could come to me and, and, and ask for my help and right. so on. Whereas apparently he was very standoffish, and that for God, it's mm.
0: it only like he employed the king more than you, Mr.
2: Bogle. <laughs> he, he probably did. Maybe
1: he brought the box. That's
2: don't what he probably did. Yes, uh, he didn't even stay very long. He didn't, he
0: didn't well, that's a sphere, the rod, he didn't sphere at all. That's why he used the rod, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let me ask you a question about what was the relationship like with, with, with the with the un, auxiliary staff, the supporting staff?
2: The supporting, the support, we're not, not the, talking not the about yeah, staff, not the, uh, academic, the staff.
0: academic staff. The un, auxiliary staff, we we'll call it, yeah. I think that's the name for it right? it, right? Fiscillary, yeah, sorry. That's yes, uh,
2: it was fine. I mean, uh, fine. Uh, I didn't. I didn't uh, have any problems with anyone I treated everybody well I said, very well and so as far as having that was concerned, no I can't say that I had any any mm-hmm. any difficulties and any mm-hmm. any arguments quarrels or or strikes or anything like that in my time there yeah. It, yeah. generally the atmosphere was very positive. Mm-hmm.
0: And when when you, when, you, when the school purchased the field, which, <clears throat> which we call bottom field, um, did you visualize that it might have been a problem or it could be a problem? For It wasn't, you know, what I'm just saying. Were you worried then that the students would have to leave the compound and go to another yes. different place? It,
2: yes, I, I was very worried. I was very worried about that. Yeah, it, it was a drawback. Obviously, it wasn't a perfect situation. And mm-hmm. then, of course, controlling... <laughs> Uh, controlling uh, who used the field too was, right. was also a problem. I spent many a Sunday afternoon. I could see the field from my uh, the window of my upstairs bedroom, mm. and, I, and I could see uh, cows and uh, and and other animals marching oh, yeah. up the, the cricket pitch, mm. <laughs> much to my disgust. Yeah. And so I had to rush over there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, think, I think there was a cold problem when I joined Meadowbrook as well. <laughs> it was still there. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, so was, it, um, yes, it was. But it, it, at the time, I don't know. I think Jamaica, in that regard, it, it's much more serious as a problem now than it was then. I, am I wrong? No.
0: I, I don't mm-hmm.
1: know I, I ahead, well, you're right you. You're right. i think what you're describing there was um you know maybe animals people probably using the property without permission yes. um in these days they, they they set up permanent structures on the property <laughs> so it's a lot more yeah, than just it's a lot more it. It's more like more taking it over right yeah, yeah. So yeah it's a bigger problem now
2: so, no, so there really wasn't a problem then yeah, yeah. um and, of course, there, there were, there were uh, fellas who used the cricket pitch yeah, yeah, who, yeah. who were not yeah. students. Mm-hmm. Right. I had to go over and talk to them, but, you know, they were pretty nice about it, so I, I didn't see any harm in yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. So how, how did the students adapt to the fact that they had to leave the school to go to the bottom field? How did they adapt to that? The students, the first time they realized that a field away from the school property, how do how you think the students adapted to that?
2: On the whole, I think they you know when they thought about it, their initial reaction was that this is not so good unfortunate but when when they had when they thought about the advantages that it was give producing, they accepted it you know yeah. they accepted it quite quite well now that only happened in my second to last year there at the very end so I really can't uh, speak about how the future uh, students regarded it. Um, well, I, I, how I, do you feel about that, I, Wayne?
0: I, I can tell you, it was a blessing for us, Mr. Bogle. It became. Absolutely. Yes, it was it was a special thing for us to go to Bottomfield to a sports day to train the people who participated in sports. It was a blessing to know that you had a field separate and apart from the school. It gave you a chance to express yourself outside. I see. So it yes. was. It, I think it was. You probably didn't realize it was a blessing for us. It became a blessing for us at Millerbrook at the time. It still yes. is. It still is.
1: Absolutely, we cherish it. And as a matter of fact, that hill, um, it might not have been a thought when the land was purchased for the playing field, but we absolutely love the fact that we could just be in the hills. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's <laughs> as simple as that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's good to hear that it. It generally was accepted. Mm-hmm. I just assumed that it would, it would be a great blessing, and that it would work well. Mm-hmm. And, and it did. It did. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day, I would like to go back there and see how it has developed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 uh, Let me ask you a question, um, Dan. What's the best learning experience you got from Middlebrook? The five years you were there. What's the best learning experience you got?
2: What experience did I get? What
0: the best learning experience you got from being at Middlebrook for five years?
2: Um, Let's see. That's a very good question. Learning experience. It's. I I think you know in general. I learned a lot. I I, I learned how to deal with uh, not just uh, the students, but uh, the members of staff. I I, I learned a lot from that. In fact, I would say that uh, in terms of uh, human relations, I learned more from the staff than they learned from me. Um, Miss Peterkin Mm -hmm. and Miss McLennan and Miss McCourty were, you know the, I was a young pup compared with uh with them. with them and uh and and they treated me really nicely and in fact they gave me a lot of advice which I, I adhered to and followed and I I was very happy to have had the guidance that they gave me mm-hmm. So I, that's something that I learned, and it's, it's an experience which I, I put to use later on.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you that. I was going to ask you that as a follow-up question. It's like, what lesson you learned from Middlebrook that you pass on to your friends and family?
2: Well, that, how to deal with how to deal with different types of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the importance of, of standing up for what you believe in, but standing up in a decent manner mm-hmm. and tolerating other people's opinions, mm-hmm. which is very difficult to do at times, but it's essential for success in dealing yeah. with, with with people. Yeah, yeah. And I did learn that. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I learned from listening to one of the other podcasts as well, Don, that Medibook kind of established a standard that was somewhat enviable so much so that a certain school somewhere downtown, um, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of look forward to, I guess, picking up some of the gems from Meadowbrook to bring into their own uh, environment to kind mm-hmm. of be employed there to improve themselves. So when you think about Meadowbrook and your move to that other nameless school, <laughs> uh, how, how do they compare? And what uh, what, what do you think um, your experience at Meadowbrook, how did that serve to to help you to develop whatever programs or systems you had to do at that other school?
2: Well, the thing of the other school, of course, had a, had a long history and, and, and tradition. Right. Uh, which obviously, to some extent, you are, you are born, uh, particularly when you are dealing with a lot of very vocal old students mm-hmm. who have the idea of how one should lead. Right. And, and what philosophy should follow? I never had that co- that constraint at at Meadowbrook mm-hmm. and, um, that was one w- one thing I have to say um, uh, well, which which made life more difficult uh, going into this other school um anyway. Um. What? Let's see. Ask the question again. I, I the phone just throw you off. Yeah. No problem. Yes, I got it. I remember now. Oh, yeah. Did my experience at Meadowbrook help me in dealing with the, the, the new school, atmosphere, the environment in which I found myself? Correct. I would say it, it did. It did help. It did help me. I mean, you 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 learn from experience in dealing with with kids, and and I, I did learn a lot uh, from from dealing with children at at Meadowbrook. Now it, it it there were more serious disciplinary problems at the new school. Right. I think it, I was a lot more tolerant by the time I got there. I was more tolerant of that type of extreme behavior than I would have been had I not uh, been at uh, Meadowbrook. That's just one small example of how I benefited. But definitely with its relations with staff, um, Meadowbrook was a great help to me.
0: Let me follow up a question with that. I'm I'm glad we asked that question. What was the relationship like with other schools? I mean, the closest other high schools in the area at the time and which ones were you close with in terms of like if you had meeting, if you had interaction with other high schools in the area?
2: Well, um, the the interactions I had were in sports because um, if there were any uh, like meetings to organize champs, because of my sports background, I I attended those meetings and you know, I, I can't say that I, I wasn't treated with great respect and, cordial, and people were cordial. And um, the other thing was when we took part in the inter-school quiz debates, I met other teachers and uh, they were very impressed with uh, with Meadowbrook students, very impressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, Meadowbrook is a little way away from the other School properties, so we we didn't have too much connection, and we're not playing in all the major events at the time, so there wasn't as much as I would have liked. But I had my job to, to do at Meadowbrook, and believe me, the, that job because it, at the headmaster's house was on the property, it was a twenty-four-seven job.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. It's like you'd be at home. I still People will be coming to to look for the same way right there on the
2: property. Right there, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was there
1: a cadet corps at the school during your time? Then was the cadet corps already established?
2: The tennis court, cadet. the, cadets. the cadets, cadet. Oh yes, we started the cadet corps. We started, just started. Yeah.
0: By the way, you say you had two children at the time. Did they attend Meadowbrook by any chance? Who? Yes, your, your children. Did your any of your children yeah. attend Meadowbrook?
2: No, but they, they didn't do, go get to the high school because by the time I, uh, when I moved, uh, they were still at prep school. Okay, okay, I got it. So you. they went to the to the other uh, prep school that I went to.
0: Yeah, yeah, the one that shall remain nameless, yes. not shall nameless. Yeah, the one. Uh, Let let me ask you another question I'm done Um, What message would you give to existing Students at Meadowbrook now Or future students or staff members What message would you give to them
2: Well I'll tell them that they should Hold their heads high About the school That they belong to and are part of And have helped to build Because Meadowbrook I and this is a point that I hammered home when I was there. I said you, and, and I kept telling the kids that you have nothing to be ashamed of or to hang your head about. Meadowbrook is a good school; you're getting a good education there here, and so be proud of your school, and 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 uh, conduct yourself in an appropriate way whenever you're outside of the school, and. Uh, <clears throat> I, I feel that the teachers today have every reason, as far as I know. Of course, I, I can't, I, I don't know the school, intimately know, but if it's anything, if it has developed the way I hear it has, yeah. then they should always be very proud of it. And, 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 and you know, helping every way to develop it and to produce better citizens. That's really all I can say. You know, it's up to the individuals involved. To make I
1: guess you would probably send a similar message if we asked you the same question of past students. I, I, I recognize that during your time, there probably wasn't an active Past Students Association. But if you were to give any word of wisdom to past students today, what would that uh, sound like?
2: Well, it would, it, it, would, it would be more or less... What I what I just uh, m- m- more yeah. or less said that kind of figured that, that you know, they this the school the school will never let you down, you can let down the school, yeah. yeah. But you should, totally. by your actions and your conduct, you in fact can enhance the name, good name of the school. Mm-hmm. And, nice. and I think that by and large. 99% of the kids when I was there were proud of they eventually became proud of Meadowbrook. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, 100%. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's most of the students who yeah. who've graduated since in Boggle are proud of Meadowbrook. I mean... That's
2: good, really good to hear. When
0: you're, listening, when you're listening, when you get a chance to some of these programs which we'll send to you you see I'm talking about. You're just so proud to be at Meadowbrook I went to Meadowbrook like... It is amazing. I didn't realize that because I thought I played sport and I was proud of going to school at Meadowbrook because we achieved something. But even the students who didn't participate in sport love Meadowbrook and they love being there. So you started and built on a vision where we we, we took the button and took it to another level.
2: That's but, that's 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 excellent. That's good news. You and with- I, I I should say this before we part. When I was interviewed. To go to the, the nameless school, mm. one of the big, one of the positive things in my yeah. um, uh, record was the fact that they f- felt that I was doing a very good job at Me- at Meadowbrook. Yeah. yeah, and and because I had brought the school to the attention of 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 of, the, of Kingston and Jamaica, yeah, that I that I was going to be able to continue it. Doing that job at that school, so my my time at Meadowbrook, I feel, was very well spent. And up, oh, I at times I regret that I left there when I did.
0: Yeah, I, I can't hear that in your voice. Cause I even want to call it other school name. It's like because in a school, <laughs> <laughs> I hear that from the first I mentioned that Dan. in a yeah. sense, we just say you put you put Meadowbrook on the map. <laughs> you came in I, at a young school. They didn't have. You were like what principal were you? Like the fourth principal after? The third. The third principal. You were the third principal for the school, Dan.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: So it was Miss um, Miss Garcher and then Mister White Mister Marsh. And then Mr. you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 So a, and you were there for the longest out of all of them up until that time. For five yes. years. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, True. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You you put memorable on the map. I'm done. That's all I can say. Know, it's
1: important as well, Prince. I, I don't see, know, if, I I don't know if you are. We are done, but there's okay. still a very um, handsome picture of yourself hanging hanging on the wall in the staff room at school. And oh yes, yeah, there is. I've, <laughs> I've seen, <yeah>. never <laughs> seen it. Oh you my! I'm gonna ask somebody who's at the school to take a picture of that picture and send it, and I'll flip it over to you. I Send it to okay. me. To
0: send it to me. We yes. that I can put it up when I start promoting um Absolutely, done podcast, and I will let him. But I have a couple more questions before you go, um, done because As simply as I take it. We have been talking here for ninety minutes, and I really appreciate you taking the time out for. And okay. it 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 didn't feel like an interview. It's not an interview, as I said, it's a conversation we have been. Yes. So, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. But let me yes. ask you a couple, two more questions, before the last question, um, how does it make you feel bringing up back all these Meadowbrook memories after six years? You talking about these memories, how does it make you feel?
2: Well, it it makes me feel uh, it, it good in one respect. Uh, that at, at least that people think that I did a good job while I was there. But it also brings with it some regrets. You know, one always thinks that one could have done more. Uh, so there's uh, there's that regret, and there was, the regret too that I left before the job was complete. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that that's my feeling.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. A bittersweet yeah. feeling, a good feeling yes. that you left something, but you feel you could have, you could have stayed longer.
2: Yep, yep, yeah, I hear definitely. You. I hear you.
0: So, so did you meet Mr. Top, the, the the principal who took over from you?
2: Did I meet him? Yeah. Yes, um, I knew I knew him. I had uh, I had met him on on another occasion at a school function, and I'd heard about I heard a lot about him. Yeah. And uh, when I, when I when it was published that he was going to be principal, I, I was a, i think I was one of the first to congratulate him. I was so happy. I knew that. Uh, the was going to be in good hands. Yes, yeah, that that that
0: that I can attest to. I mean, absolutely. You left, yeah. you left, you passed on the button to a very good principal, Mister Bogle. Apar- apart from the fact he was more in love with the king than you, but it did
2: pass. On. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you know,
2: <laughs> it's not that he was more in love with it. He probably had more, probably because the older <laughs> the school <story>, got. But... <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> more difficult <laughs>
2: the but kids can't
0: you, you just imagine you took, you took you took you took the job at Natterbrook. Natterbrook was just a, an infant in terms of age at four years old yeah i took the job and you left it in five years still an infant still a child and you left yes it. You, you, critical years you took it to Mr. Bogle and in a sense you ensured the growth until where is these years the foundation that it is and the it big in America, in Jamaica now. It you did a wonderful job, Mr. Bogle, In terms of those critical years, were very important. Where you took over the school, I, I, and I will to say that publicly now to you that you understand where it was important. Someone of your temperament took the job and did a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. And I think well, the, the school itself and all the students who came during your time and after your time appreciated the fact that it. I think Mr. is a success today because. And the foundation, you laid in this, the five years you were there—a critical uh, period well, at the time. Well, it,
2: it's wonderful to hear that because. because you know, so, yeah,
0: um, let me ask a couple more questions. Well, one is not a question.
2: I just would like to just add to that. Why it's nice of you to say that, and and hopefully you mean it, and and hopefully it's true. You know, I the the I I also feel that um, I, regrets. Very much regrets that I ever left Jamaica. So it's nice to hear that this that you know one one's life was not wasted. Uh, uh, go Sorry. ahead. You were going to ask. No,
0: no, don't you mention that. How long ago have you? How long have you left Jamaica? Uh, it's
2: since 1972. Wow, I've been away a long time. Fifty years, yeah. Fifty yeah, years, yes. I have. Like,
0: you have been back, Mr. Bogle.
2: Oh yes, I'm, I uh, yes I've been back. I've, I've been back quite um, at least once a year. Okay. Okay. My brother. I have a brother who's still in in Kingston. Okay. So.
0: Okay. Okay. And by the way, I did not see this up front. Were you born in Jamaica?
2: I, I was born at 16 Elliston Road in Kingston, Jamaica. Okay. Oh, All yeah. right, <laughs> you probably wouldn't know where, the, where, where that slum is. <laughs>
0: Do You remember that, Mr. Boogie? Yes, yes. yes. I, I was born in 16 Ray Street, which is on the same side of town you were. Yeah,
2: yes, yes, Ray Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not pure, that far away. No, not far <laughs> away.
0: I know the area well. I know the area well. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, so you're, you're a true bloody Jamaican then Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely,
2: absolutely Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah Understood, yeah. Understood. 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 Okay. Um, So let me next
1: ask year. Yeah, go ahead Wayne I was just going to say Next year is a very important milestone for Meadowbrook So I think if all if all goes well done We'll probably reach out to you again Before the summer To see what we can do with that
0: Yeah, next year at Meadowbrook 65th, yeah. right Wayne? Yeah, 65th 65, 65, yes. 65, yes. And this conversation will come out. It's a special yes. conversation for me because the fact that you're as old as my parents. My parents are no longer with me. My mother would have been... Oh, she was, She died six years ago. She would have been 93 this year like yourself. Wow. Well, you know, well, so So I. I... I, I <laughs> It, you,
2: know, it, it, you appreciate, you know, you, you, you I can't keep postponing doing things much longer. No. Whatever I'm going to do, I have to do it soon. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> That's the reason
0: why when we said they had contacted, I said, let me contact you right away and just do it right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there. Let me ask you one one the second to last question, Dan. Um it's not yeah. really a question and this goes to Wayne as well. But let me ask you first. Is there any topic or any questions that you think I could have asked that as I didn't ask? Or anything that you want to bring up that I didn't remember to bring up at all?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Well, I, I sort of broke the top myself, and that was, did, did my experience at, at Meadowbrook help me in my future career as, as, as a headmaster of another school? And what, what, what benefits did I get from being at Meadowbrook? And uh, and and I would have to answer. They were they were considerable. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: So Menabro laid the foundation for your rest of your life. Then that's what you're saying.
2: Yes, okay. yes. That, that, as I lead, as a headmaster. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So you migrated to Canada. Did you continue teaching?
2: Yeah. Yes, I, for a while. And I I didn't I didn't stay in education in Canada. Um. Uh, and and that's not an area i'm proud of so it it's not that i uh, that i was forced out of education i know i chose to leave education in canada because i i i just didn't uh i didn't like the tone of it and i didn't like what was happening in the secondary schools so i decided to follow a different path before you,
0: before you, before you answer the question, um Wayne, expand um, on mm-hmm. that um, because that's a good point. What's the difference in terms of education in in Canada as opposed to education in Jamaica at the time or Middlebrook? Well, Jamaica at the time. What's the difference you think?
2: Are you speaking to me?
0: Yeah, yes, yeah, you done. What's the difference in terms of teaching in Jamaica and teaching in Canada?
2: Um well, like, were complete, really quite quite considerable. I mean, the thing is, I, I was totally spoilt by the the way that I was treated in in Jamaica, uh, almost the the reverence with which I was respected mm. in in at Meadowbrook and then at the school I went to. So it was a completely new. I I I, I can't speak as a whole about. In general terms about education in Canada, because I didn't uh, take to it very well, uh, and of course I hated the climate. <laughs> and, and I would have come back to Jamaica very willingly after the first year in in Canada. And uh, I did I did experience a certain amount of prejudice here. I will I will say that yeah and, and I didn't know how to handle it yeah 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 i i I didn't try to handle it yeah because it, when you, when you I'm only telling the this disp-
0: is there any question or anything that um any questions I didn't ask on the topic that I could have brought up that I didn't bring up
1: I don't think so I'm kind of thinking about it and the you know the podcast I think it's designed to kind of talk about the experiences. The influence, impact, and inspiration. And I think we kinda of touched on those main themes. So I think uh, I think it's pretty much covered um, you know, what I would expect it to cover um, you know, for the purpose of the conversation.
0: Yeah, good. All right, let, let me ask you the the last question Dan. And everybody who comes down to these conversations, there's a first question to ask you did you choose Meadowbrook? And you said no, Meadowbrook chose you. And then mm-hmm. the last question I ask everybody who comes on this conversation is, "What made book magical?"
2: What made Magic book magical? It uh, well, it, it's a new, sc- a new school in a new community, and I I was when you think of it, the opportunity I had was like an artist who has uh, a, a, an empty blank canvas. And has to fill that canvas with his uh, ideas and plans and, 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 uh, and draw it in the picture that he wants. And that was, that was the opportunity that Meadowbrook gave me, obviously with limitations that I kept with the, within the parameters at the board of that, uh, Reverend Ward and the board of, of, uh, Meadowbrook wanted, which I was only too happy to do, as I believe the main focus of or one of the main focuses of the school was to turn out well to, uh, students who were well prepared for life, who could think for themselves, and who wanted to be good citizens.
1: From, from... Yeah, it's beautifully put down if I may say so that that's beautifully put and I'm, I'm just I close my eyes as you mentioned the painting <laughs> use that analogy and kind of see myself as you know a stroke of your pen in that painting so it's, that's beautiful
0: Thank and, you. I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm going to add this um, I'm done this is the first time I'm talking to you and listen to you and it just it feels like to me that Millerbrook was your proudest moment. Yep. The five yep. years just spent at Millerbrook Was it was your proudest I, moment in your life?
2: Yes, I, I have to agree with that. Yep. Thank
0: you, thank you. I hear you have the memories after all these years. I have vivid oh. memories, and I like that. I, like, I hear that. I hear. I hear the passion you have. You regretted leaving so early. You love the school. You love the staff. Yep. You didn't. You, you were a nurturer then. I think you were perfect for the time. When, when you came to the school, I think you were the perfect person who came to the school just about when a child needed nurturing. I think you were there for the school in those early years. And I think Meadowbrook students will be grateful, have been grateful for that. Well, I certainly have. And Thank you. Certainly have. So, yeah. yeah Thank yeah, yeah. you. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well. So, is there, before we leave, before it closes out, I always ask, oh, I'm a guest, and I started you, Wayne, is there any closing remark you have?
1: Uh, I'd just like to say company. that it's really been a pleasure to really sit here and sharing this moment. You know, It's like you mentioned, it's a big part of our history. It's very important. And, um, you know, to be a part of it and having this conversation with yourself and Dan, um, it has, it's, it's, it's been very humbling for me. And I think, you know, I, I, I wouldn't trade this for anything. So thanks a lot for the experience, Dan, and of course, Prince for, for, uh, for
2: facilitating this.
0: And, and you done? Is there any closing, I, I, closing remark from you? Yeah, I
2: couldn't. I couldn't have put it any better myself. I I echo uh, very much those comments mm-hmm. that my he uh, hastened to say, and I hope he agrees. but my my good friend now uh, Wayne said absolutely, and, uh absolutely. and 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 uh, definitely. It was a very very good time in my life, and I appreciate newglaster uh, and uh and Wayne for making this opportunity for me possible and helping to cheer up an old man in his old age thank you i oh. i accept that i
0: um, done i appreciate that and um when I saw you put your name on this thing, yeah, Sir Don, it reminded me of Sir Donald Bradman. I said, okay. It, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I
1: said,
2: Donald <laughs> <Yes, laughs> Bradman. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, and well, I agree.
0: Yeah. I, I, when I, now I'm going to close this out this I'm saying, thank you both, Wayne Swebe and mm-hmm. Donald Bogle, Sir Don, as he, I didn't say, don't like the word, Don, Sir Don. But, um, Mr. Bogle, I'm going to politely call you because thank you both for spending the time, coming this this evening and spending the time and sharing Meadowbrook memories. And I really, really appreciate both of you coming and spending the time and just sharing these memories. And these memories will go out and a lot of people hear them and cherish them because... And I am so happy, Mr. Bogle, that at 93, you can, you come and not a... Uh, no, if you didn't tell us your age, nobody would have known that you were a 93
1: very, <laughs> really, very impressive as well. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm 55 and I can't remember what happened yesterday. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you have, you, have, you have vivid memory, Mr. Yes. Mr. Boga. I'm very, very impressed. I mean, so happy, I am happy, as you said, to come and that you can share your memories. And i close this whole program. God bless both of you. And God bless our great school, Melabrica High School.
2: Thank you. And thank so you yes.
0: both for coming. Thank you both for coming.
2: Thank, yeah. thank, thank you very man.
0: much. And Thanks. God bless you both. Yeah, too. You
2: too. Have a good night. Thanks. Good night, Dan. Good night, Wayne. Good night, Lesnar. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. Okay, do. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Meadowbrook Memories. And remember to give us all the support and encouragement you can on whatever social media platform we are listening. And special thanks to my production manager, Kyle Prince, who takes care of everything involved in getting the podcast out every week. And without him, this podcast would not be possible. It is his expertise that allowed me to do what I love doing every week, having great conversations about Meadowbrook memories and he response by everything else. So again, thanks to my production manager, Kyle Prince.